Hi, welcome to the journey of parenting. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon Aduce, a licensed child clinical psychologist. Our intention for this series is to offer the most common tips that I recommend to parents in supporting their children and themselves. We're here to sift through all the latest research and most pressing issues in parenting so you don't have to. Divorce and separation can be challenging. And you know, these experiences aren't one-time events. It's a process made up of a lot of events that unfold over time. And while Western countries continue to have higher than average divorce rates compared to developing nations, worldwide, we're actually seeing a decrease in divorce since the year 2000. This is the case for most countries, with a few exceptions. Experts think that part of what is driving this trend is that more and more couples are choosing to cohabitate rather than opting for marriage. But this downward trend in divorce rates doesn't necessarily mean that long-term relationships aren't dissolving. For those going through a divorce or separation, the process can become more complicated when children are in the picture. And when it comes to kids, there's a lot of stigma and misconceptions about how these experiences affect them. However, there is research showing that a large majority of children or teens whose parents divorce or separate do well. So for today's episode, we're going to chat with someone who knows firsthand how parents can help themselves and their children through these times. We're excited to have Corey Stewart, a registered therapist and counselor based in the United Kingdom, who supports parents and their children through divorce and separation conflict. In today's episode, you'll hear Corey highlight one of the most important aspects of navigating separation and divorce when it comes to you and your kids. Divorce and separation do not have long-term negative impacts on child and family outcomes. It's how divorce and separation are handled that causes negative impact. A little bit more about our guest today. Corey has run a private practice for nearly 10 years. You might be familiar with him already if you've attended one of the modern health circles he facilitates. He holds clinical experience working with parents and children who are going through or experiencing divorce or separation in their family and has lived experience with parental separation firsthand. Corey, welcome to the show. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for this. And it's great to be here with you all today as well. Right. So to get us started, can you share, you know, what are some of the most common concerns that parents who walk through your door into your private practice have when they're going through divorce or separation? Sure. I think the the most common concern at the time of going through a separation or a divorce is the impact it will have on the children. And so, of course, you're looking at the shake-up and break-up of a unit that may have provided, well, should have provided some security, uh, a very reliable, stable environment for children. And so parents might manage, actually, uh, might worry about how can we actually tell the children? How will they cope with it? Um, And also what comes next? So custody arrangement, uh, what happens with regards to a significant event in our child's life? Will I be there? Will both of us be there for them? 
holidays, travel arrangements, etc. And and also we can carry out carry into it our own fears as well about what lies ahead, potentially based on our own experiences of separation in our own lives. As well as that, there's the loss of security in a financial sense. So the loss of income, as well as having to spend more now that there are going to be two homes involved, and also the cost of the legal process itself. And so it, divorce and separation is likely to have an effect on our, at least the shape of our life, if not the quality of our life, especially if the setup we have only really worked because we had a shared household income. And then thirdly, and sort of lastly, it's the identity changes. So that sense of who we are going from somebody who's been married to single, you know, being married in our societies tends to carry a status, tends to carry with it um, a sense of having it together. Okay. And so we can then fear the stigma and judgment from people around us, our friends, family, and community. And also if you're the person who, you know, without pointing any fingers, if the divorce has happened because of something that you've done, you can worry about people then taking sides, you know, feeling a bit ostracized um, by the people who you counted on for um, social support and connection. Yeah. And so it's quite a broad range. I mean, all of these different concerns that are layered on top of each other presents a really um, kind of complex picture um, that as you have running in the background, you know, on, on top of all of this, it's like you're also going through that heartbreak, the the disillusion of a very important relationship, and then transitioning into another stage of life, um, while also being concerned about what the children and family might be going through, and also what your social network is thinking and feeling of, you know, about you and your situation. There's a lot of different pieces there. Yeah, um, ab- absolutely. Uh, there's so much to to consider in, in this. And, you know, go, going into a divorce, a, a fresh divorce, a new divorce, it's likely to bring with it a lot of shock, uh, you know, dealing with new changes, sort of what happens next. And um, yeah, the emotional pain of that, of letting go of what you knew, um, adjusting to a new dynamic, you know, all of that stuff is going to be very challenging. Mm-hmm. It'd be very challenging for anybody you know, at the best of times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it really seems like these different stages of divorce and separation are particularly important because there might be unique concerns. So um, can you speak a little bit about the different support for those who are recently entering into that divorce separation process versus those who have been divorced or separated for quite some time? Yeah, sure thing. Um, So people who are recently entering into a divorce separation, um, I believe that it's important just to, uh, you know, give ourselves that self-compassion that we might not know how to get things right. And it's not about getting it right. It's just about um, working through it in a way that takes into account our own needs as well as 
you know, our, our children's needs, especially as well. And so, you know, compared to when it's a longer term um, divorce or a, it's happened a long time ago now, now you're separated, um, you know, that's going to be much more um, focused on actually how we cope with the inevitable changes of life. You know, I guess the main one here I'm talking about is new partners. Okay. Um, how do you, how do you accept that the person who you had planned to, to build a life with is now doing something similar with somebody else? And especially if, if you're not, it's likely that you have different feelings at different stages here. And so as well as that, while that kind of thing is happening, how do we navigate still being part of a team? Because even though the relationship between the two partners um, has changed, has broken down, you still have to operate as a family and still have to be a part of the same team, um, you know, in terms of holding that unit together for, for the children. And of course, it gets much more complex when we're doing that with emotions that maybe sort of make us want to do the opposite. Some, sometimes we can hold resentment, we can hold pain, we can hold hurts and still have to show up in a way that uh, keeps the, uh, you know, keeps things smooth and supportive. Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely see how being able to work with somebody like yourself where you have that support of being able to kind of check your own awareness and biases going into a situation that involves multiple parties that are bringing up quite a bit of emotion um, would be really helpful. You know, I love, I love what you said about, um, you know, that there is, there is no right, like there's really no guidebook here of how you handle going through these types of challenges. And it's just unique for every single family. Um, and so with that, you know, with some of these um, different concerns that you've seen in your practice, what would you say are some of the uh, top strategies that you're often recommending to parents who are navigating divorce or separation? I think some of the top strategies for me are, well, firstly, the, the most important thing actually shown by research is that, you know, the divorce itself isn't the thing that has the long-term impact on children. Okay. It's how it's handled that has the biggest impact long-term on children. Um, for example, when I, when I speak to um, clients who have grown up um, or, you know, who have grown up from families that have divorced at an early age, what they remember isn't that things broke down. They remember the arguments. They remember um, the fights, the conflicts. And it, actually we need to, ensure in that case that we are honest with our children about what's happening obviously in an age-appropriate way we're not going to um tell our six-year-old about infidelity maybe not even our 15 year old but just actually that things are changing in the household okay um we need to be honest with, with them and also be able to model a healthy way of communicating in times of conflict, a healthy way of um, responding to conflict and navigating conflict. Because, um, yeah, the emotions of it are what the children will take away. And I've already said that 
emotional pain is inevitable in this okay and so recognizing that you don't have to like your partner you might actually really feel strong feelings of hatred um for your partner um but just again it's that sort of team um agreement that we're not going to do this in front of our children okay and so with that routine is also important the more that you can you know keep things reliable and stable for our children the better um if it's you who does the sort of school run or something like that you know on these days during the week continue to do that okay um what we don't want to do is break down the foundations that our children are relying we don't want to sort of make that ground beneath them unstable we want to you know, keep that routine keep that uh togetherness in terms of the household and the structure of the household um as constant as we can um while we also are navigating what happens next and um how it's going to be changing going forward and we can communicate that honestly with our children without disrupting the whole show right right trying to keep stable what you can um and you know i feel like that first point you started with where i think like other types of very significant um life events it's not so much about you know if this thing happened or not that impacts outcomes it's more it's all about the how I think that's a lot of what we see in psychology and behavior change. It's how you end up approaching something or how you end up navigating certain feelings that come up and your relationship to those emotions and those experiences. Um, and so if there's any, any takeaway that our listeners um, kind of keep in mind, it's all about that how component of how you're responding. And then I'm also hearing the honest communication, the fact that any type of emotions that are going to be coming up are normal experiences um, in these circumstances of, of going through a divorce or separation and then maintaining that routine where you can for your kids. Yeah, exactly. I think um, we have to be real and honest about it. And divorce and separation are not easy. You know, then they're, they're not they're not easy. And so, yeah, absolutely, Sharon. The how is important here. Yeah. Um, and so before we wrap up here, are there any other kind of tips or takeaways that you feel like would be especially important for our, for our listeners? Yeah. I, I think talking about the natural evolution of our lives, especially when we are go separate ways, it's you know, new partners is inevitable. And, you know, your your children, kids don't have to meet every new partner you have okay and so i would suggest that before you introduce them to a new partner maybe make sure that it's serious at least somewhat serious you know and then keep any sort of first meetings with your children and the partner casual and keep these low-key Okay, it's not necessarily about saying, hey, here's your new step parent. That's perhaps way, way too much. But maybe introduce first as friends and just sort of allow them just to 
experience, that presence um, of, of the new partner without trying to put too much on it. This is really about keeping your kids, your children's needs uh, sort of front and center here. Okay, because it's going to be a very challenging experience for them to introduce somebody new into a parent's life. And then sort of lastly, you know, once you are sort of separated and that's all uh, kind of gone through the initial processes, it's recognizing that actually you, you no longer have a say, so to speak, in how your ex-partner, parents, your shared children. And you know, the sort of um, caveat here is that where there is neglect or abuse or something along those lines, absolutely, you have a say. Um, but if it's something like, you know, you know, what sort of bedtime they have or where they go out for their, um, you know, places that are fun, you know, you don't want them to go to any theme parks, but your ex does. Um, we have to accept that it's okay. And we can keep our boundaries in our own households. And children are incredibly intelligent and resilient. And they know um, what happens where, as long as we keep those things consistent. Yeah, I think those are those are really helpful and likely very common experiences. Um, so, Corey, thank you so much for joining and highlighting these different uh, common concerns for individuals who are going through divorce and separation um, and some helpful tips that I'm sure listeners will have some things to, to chew on as they uh, listen, listen back to this episode. Yeah, thank you, Sharon. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. That's it today for the journey of parenting. Wherever you are in your parenting journey today, know that you aren't alone in this adventure. One that's full of laughter, tears, yelling, silence, giggles, the coulds, woulds, shoulds, and maybe some more tears. The journey of parenting is here, rain or shine, through the highs and the lows.